And they say that a hero can save us I'm not gonna stand here and wait Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked Where we review books intended for our future generations Today's book Superhero Baby by Patricia Haggerty Illustrations by Alex Wilmore Published by Little Tiger Press Superhero Baby is a tale about a little girl who decides to perform good deeds around the town. On her patrol one day, she discovers something shocking. Will this little girl be able to cope with what she finds? Well, grab a cape, we're going to fight some crime. We begin with a little confusion. Quote, Something strange is happening as the clock strikes half past one. Everybody's fast asleep. Well, almost everyone. Dot, dot, dot. End quote. A.M. or P.M.? I guess if everyone was sleeping at 1 p.m., that would be strange. Okay, as I read on, Patricia specifies that it's the middle of the night, and we see a toddler girl standing in the window with a spandex bodysuit on and claiming she's going to fly. I hope she doesn't plan on jumping out that window. Contrary to popular opinion, a cape and skin-tight clothes don't give you the power to fly. We don't get to see how she leaves the house, though. But we do know she got up out that bitch. And we have to wonder, are her parents deadbeats? How did they just let a toddler wander out of the house and into the world alone? Are they the reason this toddler wants to be a hero? To fight lowlifes like her parents? It's definitely possible, considering children usually want to do the opposite of their parents. I guess a pipe bursts downtown, and I can't tell if this toddler wants to be a plumber or absolutely hates them, because she takes a stuffed animal and shoves it into the pipe. I feel bad for the poor bitch who has to come along and deal with that clog now. Is this girl the hero or the villain? After she does the deed and rams the teddy bear up the pipe, she yells, quote, Go, go, baby power! End quote. She actually yells that every time she performs a task in her costume. In the morning, we see that this girl has a little brother, who sleeps in a crib right beside hers, which shows you how selfish she is, getting in and out of her crib all night while her brother is trying to sleep. And mom comes stumbling in to check on them, none the wiser that her daughter was out all night. We continue to see that this girl is all over the place. She yanks a cat out of the tree, then goes on to put out a barbecue fire with a squirt gun. It makes you wonder if she really is helping with any of these tasks. Maybe the guy wanted to sear some steaks over open flames. We finally get to the point where the little girl admits she's an insomniac and won't even sleep during a nap. And mom seems to be realizing that she's neglecting her daughter because she's holding her out like a stinky sock and the little girl looks like she hasn't been given a bath in days. Every hero or villain seems to have an inciting experience 
that causes them to do the things they do. And this girl's parents have to be what's pushing her to do what she's doing. She continues to run around, debatably doing good deeds for the community. All while her brother sits in his crib like a good toddler, never causing any trouble. Maybe she should watch and learn instead of being so impulsive. On one day when she's out on patrol, she sees someone else in a spandex bodysuit chasing seagulls. And she seems to think this is a bad thing. Even though anyone who's ever been to a beach would know this is a good deed. You can hardly eat anything without those menaces swarming you. And then the big reveal happens. It was her brother chasing the birds. No way! After seeing this, the girl goes down a wild stream of consciousness, trying to connect her little brother to every event before, which is outlandish to say the least. But let's just play along and say she's right. Point number one. Most of the actions he did could be seen as positives. Let's take one to prove this point. We see a picture of him chasing the cat up the tree. Could it be he was chasing the cat out of the street so it wasn't hit by a car? I think so. It feels a lot like the seagulls thing, which ended up helping many people. Point number two. Is she admitting that her little brother, who couldn't have been on the planet for more than two years, outsmarted her? That's sad. Maybe she should hang up the tights before she doesn't have the excuse of being young for acting stupid. Well, she shows her stupidity one last time by calling her brother her nemesis and then going home and falling asleep in the crib right next to him as he's got one eye open watching her. It doesn't matter who's the good or bad guy here, even though I think we all know it's the girl who's the bad guy, because she feels the need to shout, Go, go, baby power! Like she's fooling anyone. Anyway, if she's dumb enough to fall asleep next to her so-called nemesis, I would be shocked if she's alive in the morning. And the book leaves us on that cliffhanger. Is the moral of this book that all boys are bad? Maybe. Because recently between this one and princesses wear pants, if you got a dick, you're not portrayed in a very good light. And for whatever reason, that has become acceptable. Moving past that sad pattern, is this book about poor parenting? Because these kids are running around everywhere unsupervised. I would definitely say that's a major theme. Another would be, you may think you're the good guy, but you're really not, and it's important to look at both sides. This girl did very little to help anyone. But lastly, I worry that someone might be stupid enough to follow this girl's actions and either, one, become a vigilante and take the law into their own hands, or two, jump out of a window thinking they can fly too. Neither would be good. Patricia had some nice rhymes in this story with a stunning reveal, but that's about all that was good with it. She couldn't think of a better catchphrase for the superhero toddler, like, Bebe got back, or, watch out, Bebe's going to fill that diaper. 
and some of Patricia's writing may not have been as clear as she thought it was. Like the toddler's good acts. Were they even good acts? And the whole cat in a tree thing? That is so cliche. Come on. As for the pictures, there was nothing that set them apart. They had a little bit of a comic book feel to them, but Alex should have taken more risks and added more color and action bubbles to them. That would have kept me way more interested. Super, this book is not. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2. I'll have a taste and push it around to make it look like I ate it. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.